It's Monday, the 30th of January, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. All right, Sean, five stories in five minutes. Let's jump straight into it. Story number one, it is a big week for the property market with auctions coming back over the weekend and figures in a couple of days likely to show another 1% fall in house prices across capital cities. Yes, but at least over the weekend, auction clearance rates were surprisingly strong. There were 700 auctions across the country. That's triple the number of the previous week, though still well below full speed. The preliminary clearance rate across the capital cities was 68%. Now, remember, the December quarter last year was at 58%. So that's a pretty good number, 68%. In Melbourne and Sydney, it was 71 and 72% respectively. According to CoreLogic, the downturn has been going on for a year in Sydney and Melbourne, more than six months in other capital cities. Basically, sellers, vendors have had time to readjust their price expectations, which in turn has boosted the clearance rate. Now, this doesn't mean that prices are stabilising or certainly not rising. In fact, they're likely to keep falling. Plenty of market watchers still think that there's another 5 to 10% to go. Figures due for release on Wednesday from CoreLogic are likely to show a 1% drop across the capital cities. Just as an interesting note there, after Canberra's median house price went below a million dollars last November, it's likely that the figures this week will show that Sydney's median house price has gone below a million dollars. The next few weeks will really tell the story. More than 1,300 auctions are expected to be held in the next week across capital cities. It'll be interesting to see how things pan out. All right, on to story number two now, Sean, and this is an important one for anyone using social media. The Consumer Watchdog has announced a crackdown on influencers across platforms, pretty broad actually, from TikTok and, and YouTube, and Facebook, Snapchat, Twitch, and Instagram. More than 100 accounts at this stage expected to be investigated regarding false testimonials and endorsements after tip-offs from the public. Yes, there's been a bunch of them. And the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission said there's about 150 tip-offs from consumers. Now, remember last year, Kim Kardashian was fined $1.7 million by the US regulator. She was promoting a crypto token without disclosing she was paid for it. It's kind of the same thing. Accounts under investigation in Australia offer beauty, lifestyle, parenting, and fashion advice. They potentially don't disclose sponsorships or affiliations with particular companies and brands. The boss of the ACCC said that the watchdog will act when it sees consumers are at risk of being misled or deceived by testimonial and there's potential for significant harm. Sean, story number three, if you've been struggling at all recently to find an ATM, you are certainly not alone with the number of machines halving between 2017 and June last year. Yes, the number of automated telemachines has gone from nearly 14,000 to less than 6,500. Number of bank branches, Michael, across the country in that period went from 5,700 to 4,000. As Reserve Bank boss Phil Lowe said late last year, the pandemic accelerated the decline in cash and some retailers now don't even accept cash. According to the Sydney Morning Herald, Australia's first ATM was installed in Brisbane, Back in 1977 by the Queensland Teachers Credit Union, widely introduced in the 1980s, the number of cash machines actually jumped after 2009. There were changes in that year which allowed companies to charge directly for ATM usage. That's when you had to pay the two bucks to get your money out. But the number of machines peaked in 2015 at more than 30,000. It's now down to 6,500. A little bit of math there. It's just somewhere between 20, 21, 22% of its peak. 
quite an incredible fall in just eight years. Yeah, sure. When was the last time you used an ATM? Long, long time ago. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I still, I still actually use them on occasion, but I've become one of those really paranoid people that covers my hand up with ah, my... Yes. Yeah, yes, just, yes, just yes, in yes. case anyone's watching my pin, mm. I suspect I, I, I might be a touch paranoid. Yeah, maybe. Sean, this next story, story number four, is, a, is an interesting one, particularly if you are uh, studying at uni at the moment because Beijing announced over the weekend that students there will be forbidden to study online from China at foreign universities and they must actually return to their overseas campuses. Yes, Beijing put out a statement saying that from now, the special COVID rule allowing international students to remain in China while studying remotely at foreign universities was being withdrawn. The ministry said that from now on, remote study for an overseas university degree will not be accredited by China. Of course, this will affect tens of thousands of Chinese students at Australian universities who are still studying online from China. Probably means we're going to get an influx of students in coming weeks. All right, on to story number five. And Sean, I love planes and I love movies, so this just kind of combines them both into the perfect story. Qantas has released its top-watched shows and movies in flight last year. Yes, perhaps appropriately, the top in-flight movie last year was Top Gun, Maverick, which was viewed more than 750,000 times. Now, it only came out in September, so that's pretty good. A couple of other popular movies were Elvis and Falling for Figaro. In terms of TV shows, Succession came in at number one. That's not exactly a mainstream show, so that's done very well. Followed by Sex in the City. Another show that did very well was The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Not sure if you've seen that one, Michael. The top album on board was actually a meditation album. The top pop album was Adele's 30. Oh, there you go. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Monday, the 30th of January, 2023. Importantly, please hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day. Hold up. 